0: Hey, on the phone, uh, in studio, and uh, on Zoom here, uh, we've got Adam Asher, and uh, he is uh, one of the managers at uh, Salem Media Group, and uh, also he is, uh, uh, has a lot of radio background and video background, and because we are here uh, wrestling with the pandemic, if you will, the uh, COVID-19 the coronavirus. I thought it would be great to talk to him as a manager, as a uh, as a, as a father, and as a, as a Christ follower, uh, because he's juggling a lot of balls here and trying to uh, just you know help everybody that in this insecure situation. So, Adam, welcome.
1: Well, thank you very much, Rick. Uh, yes, it's an honor to be here and course i've enjoyed uh, working with you for so many years you're a good friend of mine you are a uh, wonderful radio professional and we have a lot of fun you know as i think about faith talk live you and dan and morgan through the years it's been a very fun program it it's been uplifting you guys talk about things that matter you know in terms of, of faith and community and, and wonderful projects that are happening but uh you know you 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 also talk about The church and Hmm. what it means to be a Christian in today's world. And suddenly we all wake up and today's world is very, very different. And um, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for all that you and Dan and Morgan do on the air with Faith Talk Live uh, here on Faith Talk Atlanta. And yes, of course, if you're if you're listening on the radio, you'll be able to actually go watch this interview because it's being recorded also on video between our two studios, Rick's studio and my studio. We'll be able to share this on social media as well.
0: Adam, let me ask you this first, uh, as far as you personally, when you first heard this, um before, you know, the grocery stores were being emptied of toilet paper and meats and milks and all that kind of thing, did you think it was serious at all? Was it just like, oh, okay, here's another flu. You know, it's in China. We get flu every year. It's a little different. It's got a different name. How would you feel about that? What What was going through your mind?
1: Well, I thought I always took it seriously. I mean, I think most people did, but we didn't really know how serious it was. I think I think my journey through this has probably been like so many people's journey. I first heard about it when it was affecting uh, Asia, and uh, you know I have a lot of friends around the world, and I've had the opportunity to travel, and and uh, I, I I love my hometown of, of Atlanta, Georgia. Always have, but I tend to have a very international perspective and have friends from all over the world. So I knew about this. I knew this was happening. In Asia. I knew it was affecting China. I knew that it was affecting uh, Malaysia. Mm. I knew it was affecting Australia. And it just as it began to spread. Um, and these things do, and they have happened before. And back in December and in January, my friends in that part of the world were, I knew they were carrying a burden. And I was a bit of, I, I tried to speak encourage you know words of encouragement mm-hmm. uh, to them and meant every word of it and of course it was all true. I hope you know just taking things one day at a time and and being careful but not despairing and stuff like that. but I think now uh, as we have seen in the last week week and a half as we've watched everything go from uh, serious to Really, really serious in mm-hmm. terms of how we're taking it as a nation. Uh, my concern has gone up, and and we're having to do a lot of different things to uh, heed the warnings and the requests by the government and the governments. But now, just to close that thought, there, I'm now I'm feeling what I what my friends were feeling uh, a month ago, two months mm-hmm. ago. I have an appreciation. I think we all do of what it's like for a virus like this and a threat like this to go away our daily lives. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all dealing with that. And, you know, that's a uh, that in and of itself is very serious.
0: You know, a lot of folks I've heard uh, on television, radio, uh, social media, they're trying to compare this with 9-11. They're trying to compare it with the crash of 2008. And really, there's not a comparison uh, we were kind of limping by on those two events. It was shocking, but I think this is going to have more effect on us in so many ways. Obviously, because I'm talking to you from my studio at home, you're your studio at home. We're quarantined. Uh, we're not able to go to our our radio station, our studios that we normally go to in uh, downtown. So you're having to not only do your your skill, your craft. Uh, over the microphone and video there and here, but also you're having to manage people at a distance. Uh, what have you found? Uh, I mean, this can be scary on an employee's uh, in an employee's uh, perspective. It can be um, a little bit scary on all levels, really. How how are we doing? How is uh, how are the employees doing? And how are you handling uh, the employees at this point?
1: Well, first of all, I'll address you know, what you mentioned about it, the comparison to 9-11 and to other you know, financial uh, s- crashes or mm-hmm. scenarios that we've had. And all I can say, and I know everybody will agree with me on this, this is completely different. Mm-hmm. And we don't know. We have the we have the benefit now of being able to look back on nine eleven and look back on it through the the you know the lens of history and say this is what happened. This is how we felt. We didn't know this. We knew that. So on and so forth. And and I remember, of course, you know, I remember what that was like. So many of the people uh, alive today are younger brothers and sisters. They they were real young, real young, like ba- babies or hadn't been born yet and so they didn't live through that we we did i remember that feeling i remember that the sinking sinking feeling and wandering you know wondering as i would go through the day wow i mean that there are we're being we we must now live with the fact or the knowledge that there are other people who wish to do us harm that was the lesson we took from nine eleven, mm-hmm. and our world changed and you know we we adapted and and did some things we needed to do and, um, bounced back as a nation. Well, now we're, we're being told that, uh, the threat is, uh, invisible. It is unseen and the threat could be in our friends. It could be in our family. It could be in us Uh, right now, as we stand now very early in the nation's response and, um, the uncertainty is very, very real. It's very, very concerning. And uh, it it forces us, I guess, to the the uncertainty, right? Which is to be, to really not know how bad, how bad is this threat? How bad is it? Mm -hmm. And what, what are the effects going to be? So we're as a nation, we're pulling through that. You know, my own family is, is pulling through that as we uh, deal with that. And then of course, as you mentioned, my, my role for, and with uh, Salem Media Group is I, I have a position of leadership both in the Atlanta market and also in the Miami market at this point. And uh, I care a great deal about my teams and, and I think very highly of them. I'm very proud of how they're responding to this. And I, first and foremost, as Christians, we must remember that we have a peace that passes all understanding. Mm -hmm. And we like to sing about that and we like to talk about that. But let me tell you, brother and sister, you better cling on to that right now because now, now is when you need a peace that has nothing to do with your understanding. So grab a hold of that because you may need it in the days ahead as we are perplexed and confused and, and confounded by what's going on and why it's happening and so on. Um, So as Christians, we have a strength and a peace in knowing that, Um, but also we work in in the media industry. We work in radio Mm -hmm. and radio is an extremely important uh, medium and radio has an ability to reach people right where they are and to do so without all the other necessities. You know, you don't have to have the internet. You don't have to have a phone. You don't have to have the television. Uh, frankly, you don't even have to have electricity. You know, radio is always there if uh, if you've got your radio and it's got battery power or whatever. Hmm. Um, radio has a very, very important role to play during uh, times where we're just not sure, you know, uh, where things are headed. So in, in that regard, I'm proud of the teams. I think they are... Uh, Stepping up just as you are. Uh, We're trying to play our I know I'm talking a long time here, Rick. Sorry, Um, but we're trying to do our part. You know, we're trying to stay um, voluntarily quarantined. You know, it's all voluntary at this point. We're just trying to limit our interaction with other people because that's how we can help. And that's how we can fight the spread of this virus.
0: Adam Asher uh, on the phone, or actually uh, via Zoom, uh, we're talking uh, about uh, the coronavirus, COVID 19, uh, the pandemic. A lot of things uh, have changed, taken most of us by surprise. Um, but it's good to talk to Adam and get his uh, perspective. He is uh, a father, he's a manager, he's a friend, he's a Christ follower. And uh, we just wanted to uh, spend some time with him to find out his perspective and how that can uh, help us all. I know that, uh, Adam, that there has been a lot of fear, as I mentioned earlier, with the supplies that seems uh, to to dry up really rapidly, Uh, although a lot of the food chains have been able to stock, restock, uh, and it's not as bad as it was uh, for most products. But uh, there were events where people would panic and there were physical altercations, verbal altercations. As, uh, as Christ followers, as the church, um, how can we stand out uh, and uh, minister to those, to those folks in a way that's effective? Uh, I know we don't want to uh, put our head in the sand. How can we do that effectively?
1: Well, I think first and foremost, it goes back to just that sense of peace and that sense of strength. We don't really know what is headed our way, and there is no better or or no more um, visible and needed strength than being uh, strong when things aren't certain. Uh, the fact of uh, the matter here is we – we know that God is in control. We know that, and we know that, as He um, made promises to us that we cling to and have clinged to for our entire lives, and generations of people uh, have cl- clung to these promises for a long, long time. When He made those promises to us, He was not unaware of this. When He made those promises to us, uh he he didn't do it blind to anything much less to this scare and this virus so we need to remember that um while the virus may catch us off guard while it may confuse us it doesn't do any of those things to the lord he he's got this and this is all a part of of his plan we need to um we need to be smart uh we need to be careful we now we need to be sure that we're stocking up. We need to be sure that as as we have the opportunity to buy things that we need, we need to get them. I mean, it's just good common sense. Uh, we don't need to do it in a panic. We don't need to do it in a frenzy, and we don't need to do it at the expense of other people. And and certainly, anyone who is acting out of fear is not acting out of faith. I mean, those two things are are diametrically opposed. If you if you're acting out of fear then you're not acting out of faith. So uh, be sure to check yourself. And, um, and and it's a tough one because fear creeps in and uncertainty creeps in. But hold on to your faith and do that whether you're talking to your children or you're talking to your parents or your coworkers or when you are out at the store getting supplies. Um, be sure you, uh, you interact with people with that same sort of loving peace that the Lord Jesus had regardless.
0: Adam Asher is talking about what's going on. We're all experiencing this, and you know, we're really all in this uh, together, and we appreciate his time. He's very, very busy uh, on the fly, having meetings and meetings, and trying to situate uh, in a, a just uh, uncomfortable situation uh, employees, uh, friends, family members. Um, and as you heard, if you heard early on in the interview, uh, even friends uh, in Asia and uh, across the seas, around the globe, uh, if you will, and our prayers are really with uh, with everyone. I mean, those those folks, the ones in China, in Asia, Indonesia, and, and here, we want to continue to lift up sinner or saint. Uh, our prayers are, are with us. Just real quick, and then I'll let you go. You, you know me, and you've known me for a long, long time. And uh, my personality defaults to humor. Um, I enjoy humor, and I, and I, I hope and, and believe that most people do enjoy that humor, which makes me happy. Um, but at this point, it's kind of pushed me back into, and I also pastor, which doesn't mean that the two have to be, uh, there has to be a chasm in between. But I found myself that I've really had to uh, switch the humor, dial the humor down, uh, and be more pastoral um at this point which i love doing and that's what i'm called to do but also i notice that if i get too serious um that there's no life there's no joy and i feel like that there's a little room for levity what do you feel about that and how can we balance that
1: well i think there absolutely is room for some levity and and yet it just everything um, has to be now seen through the the lens of what we're going through. And so um, we should not lose our joy. We have reason to be joyous and to be uh, full of hope. And the reasons we are uh, have nothing to do with what's happening around us. It has nothing to do with any of the things happening in the world today. Um, you know, the Lord has this, he's got this. Mm. And no matter what happens, um, we, we have him, we have his love, we have his salvation, we have his protection and, um, we, the human race, I mean, look through history and including read through the Bible. I mean, some really, really tough times have, have, uh, come upon, uh, people in the past that that's that's not new the, the situation is new but it's is not a new concept to to us as the human race um the, the real question is going to be how are we going to handle it mm. and i think i think we we all need to keep that in mind on a daily basis let's um let's get through this together yes e- even though we're being told that we have to stay apart yes uh, emotionally And spiritually, we're together. We're in this together in spirit, and we're going to help each other in every way that we can. Um, Definitely, definitely some tough times. But real faith and real love and real peace are those that are present come what may. Come what may. Things get better. Things get worse. Things look a little better today. They look a little worse the next day. Okay, that's going to happen. It's going to be up and down. But we should have a peace and a strength and a love and a hope that other people, perhaps, that don't have the Lord, they may not understand. This is an opportunity that we can share that with them and live it by example. And, And I'm not telling you that's easy in these times. Uh, brothers and sisters, let's live by example.
0: That's so good, Adam Asher. Adam, thank you so much. We appreciate you. And uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you in a few more days. We'll catch up and uh, we'll continue to uh, fight this fight together. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Rick. God bless you. God bless you, everybody.